When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo! What up, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. It is Victory Monday. And I'll tell you what, the only thing that's better than Victory Monday is back-to-back Victory Mondays. The Giants are on a two-game winning streak. Some people say you got to win three in a row to make it a streak, but I'm going to let you know, you only got to win two. And the Giants, they are streaking right now, thanks to the gabagool Tommy DeVito. In today's video, we'll talk a little bit about Giants versus Patriots. We'll answer any questions you have about it, but then we're going to look forward. We're on to the bye week. The Giants, they do not play this week. They are on their bye. So I'm going to highlight my perfect off-season plan for the Giants. I feel like during the bye week, it's a good time to kind of take a step back, take a bird's-eye view of the team, and feel out and map out a plan on how this organization can get back to the winning ways that it once used to live by. Also... I hate we have to do this because I don't want to hype you guys up and lead you to believe something that's not possible. But the Giants are officially in the playoff picture. They are officially in the playoff race. And we're going to take a look at what has to happen, what the Giants have to do, and what the chances are for Big Blue to punch their ticket to the playoffs. We'll do a playoff picture. We'll do an off-season perfect plan. Kind of map out. And then we'll do two Q&As will answer your questions on today's video. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you haven't yet, light up that comment section for me. And let's just get a real one roll call going. A lot of people have left this channel. They didn't want to watch the Giants anymore. I'm starting to see some people come back and watch after the Giants have won two games in a row. If you're a real one, drop a real one down in the comment section. And we'll give you some shout outs on today's show. Victory Monday, back-to-back Victory Monday. Let's get it going. It doesn't? That's what it was doing when people were super chatting with it, too. Ridiculous. Shout-out to Giants fan here, Juan Michael G. What up, Michael G? Chris Brown. What up, Corinne? Nope. Kathleen, Steven Lopez, Bronx Boy, John Lieberman, Carl, Patrick, Na- what's up, Nancy? What up, Van Nancy? Leonard Zinner in the, what up, what up? Nope, Chris Brown, James H., Nick's Galaxy, USA Edits. We got a whole bunch of real ones in the chat. 
Appreciate you stopping by, taking time out of your busy Mondays. I know everybody's got a bunch of stuff to attend to, and maybe some of you guys even got work. But you're hanging out with us, and we appreciate it. If you haven't yet, though, hit that thumbs-up icon. Ken P says, Marshall, you're my go-to for watching the game. I'm in panhandle of Florida and get shut out by the Saints. You know what? I appreciate you tuning in and appreciate the kind words, my man. Let's ride. We're getting a lot of these in the chat, and I love that. Wonder, wonder, uh, wonder where that started. Corinne says, hit that like button when you enter Marshy's house. This isn't my house. This is everybody's house. This is Giants Now Real One house. Just take your shoes off when you come in the door because I'm not cleaning up after you and your dirty kicks. Take them off. That's what I tell Seeps all the time when he comes home. Before we dive into the show, though, I have to give a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, Factor. Go to factormeals.com slash giantschat50. When you go to factormeals.com slash giantschat50 and you use the promo code giantschat50, you're going to get 50% off. Promise you, you're going to love this stuff. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep your energi- keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holiday to-dos. When you're too busy running around to plan lunch, Factor has you covered with lunches to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go and no microwave is required. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices. Head to factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use code GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. That's code GiantsChat50 at factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50. That link is clickable down in the comments and description of today's video. I want to give a huge shout out to Factor. I live a busy lifestyle and the ability to have Factor at the crib when I get home from work or I'm working from home, it makes my life a lot easier. Shout out to Factor. Get hooked up with them right now. My guy Cam Johnson coming in with a $2 super chat. What's up, Brody? He said, I've seen enough. Give Tommy DeVito $40 million. Haven't we learned our lesson, though? Haven't we learned our lesson? I know Patrick Seatman's trying to convince me that Tommy DeVito is not being graded on the same scale because he's a UDFA. But can we at least agree if you don't need to pay someone $40 million if nobody else in the league is going to pay $40 million? Yes, yes, 100%. All I want to say to the Giants fans, enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the Tommy DeVito show. And I'm so excited to show you guys a playoff picture because it definitely heated up this week. It definitely heated up. And the, all I'm saying, the Seahawks better watch out. We're hunting for them. We're hunting for that's them. Why that win, that's why the game this year earlier versus the Seahawks was so important. Yes. We knew it would come down to the wire, DeVito versus Geno Smith. But, uh, nah, I'm happy. Look, I know there's a lot of people, Marshall, why are you so happy the Giants won? La, 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 la. If I was upset when the Giants lost, and then yes. I was upset when the Giants won, I would be miserable. And, and I, can't, I, I can't upset myself any more than the Giants already have. You have a cool story going on right now. 
Like, you have Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito is one of the bigger storylines in the National Football League right now. It's sweet, too. Like, I mean, You load up Instagram, Twitter, you see the gabagool. All I see is Tommy DeVito everywhere I go. It's ridiculous. Cam, the good thing about Tommy DeVito is he signed a three-year contract like all UDFAs do for pretty much the league minimum. Giants have him cost-controlled if they do want to for the next couple of years. So there's no need to pay a quarterback $40 million that no one else is going to pay $40 million. Appreciate you tuning in as always. As my guy Drips11 says, DeVito is now a top five backup in the NFL. I'll t- he, he would be a hell of a backup for the next 10, 15 years. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I will say. He's a good, he's a, he's a playmaker. He is Taylor Heineke in my opinion. The Giants may have found a long-term backup in Tommy DeVito. Yes. My concern is. Has he outgrown the backup role in the sense of attention? Sometimes you don't want your backup quarterback to be the center of attention. And I'm not saying that is. What happens, let's say you draft a rookie quarterback and and, and he plays. Daniel Jones starts the season. You draft a rookie quarterback. He finishes the season. Then you cut Daniel Jones next year. The sophomore QB then struggles the first three games. We're going to have everybody doing the gabagoo saying play Tommy DeVito. That I don't want just, that. That would add more fire under that no. under that kid's coattail. No. Come on. No. I that, don't is, that is a good point, though. Like, you don't want your backup quarterback to be the star of the team. No. It's like Josh Dobbs. Can he be the star? Can he be the backup for the Vikings next year when they pay Kirk Cousins? Probably not. Probably not. All I know is most teams like to have their backup quarterbacks be out of sight, out of mind. And I'm sure Tommy DeVito could do that. He's living in the moment. He's in the Jersey Juice. He's doing it all. His dad in the parking lot at MetLife smoking a stogie. You could smell the garlic on screen whenever they're showed. Tommy Cutlet for president, according to Mike Poverelli. I will say this, Seeps. Ever since Tommy DeVito has started to play for the Giants, there's been more Italians in the chat than I've ever seen in my life. Hey. Going across the world <laughs> in every market. Oh, Mike Poverelli. I don't even know if I'm saying right, saying it right, but I'd be pretty confident in saying that's pretty freaking attack. And also, for people, everybody wants a tank and all that. When has that actually worked out for a team besides, like, that was, like, actively trying to lose games and they got their guy. Obviously, this draft class is different because you got two of the best QB prospects we've seen in a while, but just enjoy the ride because you never know what can happen. You never know. Just and keep winning games. Like, Seeps, there's a chance. Oh, we'll get into that here. There is a chance for the Giants to make the playoffs. Yes, there is. We do want to do two mailbags to close today's show. But in order to do the mailbags, we need you guys to participate. So light up the comment section. Ask any question you want. Just include hashtag Giants like it looks on the screen to the right of Patrick Seatman. That way he can grab it in our software and pop it up on screen. Let's go. Get your questions in. We need lots of them. We need lots of them. We got Italian Nation right here. The big moves in the building. What up? What up? Scott's in the building. He's calling me Mr. Shane. I'm not Joe Shane. We did listen to his press conference this morning. We put a video out. My reaction to the press conference. Um, Go and check that out when you can. Oh, the Bronx boys in the building. My man, what's up? Hope everybody's enjoying Victory Monday. John Lieberman says, I'm impressed how the Giants played and haven't given up. I will give I will give 
Brian Dable credit. It's easy to lose a locker room when you're two and eight. And the fact that he has yeah. not lost this locker room and they continue to play hard and give it all they got, you got to give the guy some credit. Yeah. You do. Um, so hats off to Brian Dable. Giants edit says Mike Kafka and Wink replacements. It's a good question, brother. That's a good question. We may have to may have to do some research on that one. Um, defensive coordinators are always tricky when you hire them because you're having to elevate a guy into a position they've most likely never been before, or you're recycling an old coach. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I know that there was the report of the Brian Dable and Wink Martindale beef. Brian shut it down by giving him the game ball and said the only thing we argue over is the last piece of pizza. Number one, it's slice of pizza. Don't tell on yourself. And two, this morning he reiterated the same thing and said, we had donuts this morning. We're just fine. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm sure they've had a couple intense meetings. Like, yeah, if you're working side by side with somebody and that's the result you're getting every week, you're naturally just going to be like, it, your emotions are going to get the best of you. And you're going to have a yeah. blow up. Like, and if you think about how Brian Dable and Wink Martindale want to play football, this is not how they want to play football. Yeah. Brian Dable wants to have an aggressive offense. They want to put up a lot of points. Wink Martindale wants to coach a defense that is matched by an aggressive offense so he can pin his ears back, attack the quarterback, and play with the lead. Yep. Neither coach is playing with their fastball right now. I'm sure they're both upset about it. And I honestly think that that happens all the time. Um, I think Jay Glazer is one of the best reporters in the business. I think it's interesting coming from him. He doesn't lie. He doesn't make shit up. But it was immediately shut down by this coaching staff. It would also almost make me more concerned if that wasn't going on. Yeah, like agreed. If, they, if it was all sunshine and rainbows, they're like, oh, we're all good. Like, I want to see that, like, because that's, that's when the best product comes from, when you're getting intense with, like, the people you're working with, so. Whoever asked about the Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka replacements Probably won't hit that on today's show just because I want to become more educated with the candidates out there. But later this week, we may do Mike Kafka replacements. I mean, you think about a guy, um, we, we talked about it. What was his name? He was uh, Dorsey. Dorsey, the offensive oh, coordinator yeah. for the Bills. Brian Dable wanted to hire Ken Dorsey as the Giants OC before they hired Mike Kafka. But he left. Uh, he actually stuck with Buffalo, excuse me, went from QB coach to OC. But Brian Dable was ready to hire him. So maybe he looks back into... Ken Dorsey and see if that's potentially um, a guy they look to. Get your questions in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat to get on today's show. And if you haven't yet, hit that thumbs up icon right now. The New York Giants have won two games in a row. And they're not just out of the playoff picture yet. If you want the Giants to make the playoffs, hit that thumbs up icon. Look. The more likes we get on this video, the more likely it is they're going to the playoffs. So don't be the person that jinxes it. Hit that thumbs up icon right now. Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. And like we said, with the Giants winning two games in a row versus the Commanders and the New England Patriots, the Giants are back in the playoff hunt. I know a lot of people are like, there's no way the Giants can make the playoffs. And you know what? I don't really think there's a great chance the Giants can make the playoffs. But in today's show, I am going to outline in detail the way that the Giants, the New York Giants, that currently have four wins, can punch their ticket 
to the playoffs. Don't take it from me, though. Take it from Joe Shane, the general manager of this football team. He spoke to the media Monday morning as the Giants are on their bye week. Most general managers speak to the media as the teams are on their bye week. Joe Shane did as such. And he opened up and said, we're not out of it yet. We are not out of it yet. He detailed that the Giants have five games remaining, and four of those games come against NFC teams. So you look at the NFC playoff picture. The Seahawks, they're holding on to that last spot in the wild card at 6-5. and five. The Giants are only two wins behind them. It's kind of crazy when you think about that. Other teams that are in the hunt, you got Green Bay, the Rams, and New Orleans at 5-6. and six. The Giants get to play Green Bay and New Orleans. Tampa Bay is just as bad, if not worse, than the Giants. Not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying there might just be a chance. First things first, though. The Giants need to handle their own business. The Giants need to stand on business. They need to control what they can control. The Giants absolutely, 100%, need to win four of the five remaining games to have a chance. If the Giants lose two games the remainder of the season, it's over. They're not making the playoffs. So they got to win four of the remaining five games. How can it happen? Well, when you come back from the bye week and you play the Green Bay Packers in week 14 on Monday Night Football, Monday Night Football, if that does not get flexed out of there, you got to beat the Packers. You got to beat Jordan Love. The Packers have one of the worst rushing defenses in the National Football League. They're top five in missed tackles. That's a Saquon Barkley game right there. So let's say you beat them. Then you get to play the Saints. The Saints are a bad, bad football team. They are bad offensively. They're good defensively, no doubt about it. But I'm not scared of Derek Carr. I'm not scared of Pete Carmichael and the New Orleans Saints. That is absolutely a winnable game. Then you got to play the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know what? I decided that we can keep things realistic. We'll keep them realistic. How about we lose to the Eagles? I believe the Giants could beat the Eagles, but we'll count that one as a loss. Then you get to play the Rams. The Rams don't want to win football games. The Rams aren't a good football team. Matthew Stafford's always hurt. Probably not going to play that game. Winnable game versus the Packers. Winnable game versus the Saints. Winnable game versus the Rams. And you have a little hiccup against a top team in the NFC and the Eagles. Then you enter week 18. Playoff shot potentially on the line versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And if the Giants win, if the Giants beat the Eagles week 18, when the Eagles have already clinched the number one seed in the playoffs, they've already clinched the NFC East, they're going to rest their starters. That's what they're going to do. And maybe you could beat the second unit of the Eagles. And if you beat the Packers, you beat the Saints, you lose to the Eagles, you beat the Rams, and you beat the Eagles, the Giants would have a 35% chance to make the playoffs. And that's without any teams losing that the Giants need them to lose. So week 13 comes around. You need to be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Seattle Seahawks. We showed you the playoff picture just moments ago. You should be rooting for the Seahawks to lose every single week. Also, we need the Lions to beat the Saints. The Saints are ahead of us in the playoff picture. We need them to lose. Also, we need the Jets to beat the Falcons. Call me crazy. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This can happen. But this next game, the Chiefs are 100% going to beat the Packers. And the Browns, I think, are going to beat the Rams. All of these things could happen. And if the Giants win this week, or excuse me, if the Giants, obviously they don't play, but all these things happen, the Giants would have a 50% chance to make, a play, to make the playoffs. I'll take a coin flip to make the playoffs any day of the week. Tell me the Cowboys can't beat the Seahawks. Lions are better than the Saints. 
The Falcons stink. Chiefs are better than the Packers, and the Browns, they're better than the Rams. 50% chance if all this stuff happens. What about this? Do you want the Giants to make the playoffs? Because I get told every single week, every single week, Marshall, I'm rooting for losses. I don't want to see the Giants win. I want a higher draft pick. Why would you want to make the playoffs if you're just going to lose the first round? Because it's the ultimate goal to get to the playoffs and hopefully win a Super Bowl. What do you think? Type Y for yes, type N for no. We're back from the bye week. It's week 14. We just had everything go right for the Giants last week. And the Giants just beat the Green Bay Packers. Now we just need the Niners to beat the Seahawks. Niners are absolutely the better team than the Seattle Seahawks. You also need, though, the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Vikings are better than the Las Vegas Raiders, but it's in Las Vegas. Josh Dobbs is a backup quarterback for a reason. Antonio Pierce and Patrick Graham are really strong defensive-minded coaches. It's not impossible. And I promise you this, the Ravens are going to beat the Rams on week 14. If the Giants beat the Packers, the 49ers beat the Seahawks, the Raiders beat the Vikings, and then the Ravens beat the Rams... The Giants have the 61% chance to make the playoffs. Is this impossible? Is this impossible? If this happens and the Giants beat the Packers, the Giants are more likely than not to make the playoffs. Let's go to week 15. The Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks. I mean, come on. The Eagles are beating the Seahawks. And the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Joe Scheiße may not be playing but they're at least fighting for something in Cincinnati. Jamar Chase ain't going out sad. It's going to be the LSU Tiger versus the LSU Tiger with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. We're calling that the Jamar Chase Bowl because we know the Minnesota Vikings don't play defense. And then we just need Baker Mayfield to do what Baker Mayfield does. Win a game you're not supposed to win, Baker. We saw you do it last week with the Rams when you beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Can you go on the road? Or, excuse me, can you just go and beat the Packers? If you do... The Giants would have a 77% chance to make the playoffs. I know there's a lot of ifs, and there's a lot of buts, and there's a lot of wishing, but I honestly don't think that any of the games that we needed the Giants, the Giants need other teams to win are really that impossible. Don't feel strong about this one, but that's not breaking the success of the Giants. That could, they, the Vikings could still win, and the Giants could maybe have a chance. We'll get to week 16, week 17, and week 18 coming up. But first, I got to tell you about our proud sponsor of today's show, Price Picks. Price Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America, and it's my favorite way to play daily fantasy sports. It's extremely easy. Probably the favorite thing that I like about it. All you do is create a lineup of two to six players, and you just choose more or less on their projected stat line. I've already got my lineup ready to rock and roll for this Sunday's games. I'm going with less. Passing yards for Desmond Ritter versus the New York Jets. I think Ritter is horrible, and we all know that Jets' defense is pretty solid. Also, I'm going to go with less passing yards for Jalen Hurts versus the San Francisco 49ers. I think that could be a low-scoring game, and I think that Philadelphia is going to lean on the running game a little bit and may even ask Hurts to run a little bit more than normal. Going with less on both these guys' passing yards. You can roll with my picks, or you can fade my picks. Just play prize picks at prizepicks.com slash CLNS promo code. C-L-N-S. All righty. We showed you what happened needed to happen in week 13, week 14, week 15. Let's go to week 16. This one's going to be tough. Let's be honest. The Titans beating the Seahawks will be tough. But really, the only way and the only path the Giants have to get to the playoffs is for the Seahawks to start stacking losses. Geno Smith ain't unbeatable. That could definitely happen. Mike Vrabel's a damn good coach, too. What about the Lions beating the Vikings? 
Lions are hungry after they lost on Thanksgiving. Dan Campbell's going to come out there and eat kneecap after kneecap. Think Josh Dobbs is going to survive against a hungry Lions team? Not a chance. This last one also could be a little tough. Not impossible. I bet the spread would be Atlanta minus three. That's definitely winnable. I'm going with the Colts to beat the Vikings. Titans beat Seahawks. Lions to beat the Vikings. Colts to beat the Falcons. If all that happens, the Giants would have a 93% chance to make the playoffs. 93? Pretty damn high. And then week 17, you just need two things to happen. Just two things to happen. The Steelers are going to beat the Seahawks. And Jordan Love might just beat the Minnesota Vikings. And if it happens, a 99% chance for the Giants to make the playoffs. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm not saying it's not going to happen. What about week 18? If the Lions beat the Vikings, the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, and the Bears beat the Packers, that's going to happen. That's going to be tough. That might be tough too. The Giants would continue to have a 99% chance to make the playoffs. Overall, I know we said a lot of ifs and a lot of buts and a lot of gots to do and a lot of depend on and a lot of other jabronis. Teams to root against for the remainder of the season. You root against the Seahawks. You root against Josh Dobbs. You hope Jordan Love never throws another touchdown. Desmond Ritter gets benched and they go to Taylor Heineke and they lose games. And you hope the New Orleans Saints don't win a game for the remainder of the season. Root against these teams. We just mapped out a way for the Giants to get into the playoffs after starting 2-8. and eight. It's actually a 99% chance that they're going to do that, if all that stuff happens. But I'll ask you this question. What percent chance do you give the Giants to make the playoffs? What percent chance do you give the Giants to make the playoffs? My answer, I'm going to go 25%. 25% chance. One out of four. One out of four. Better than nothing, which we all thought it was just two weeks ago. If you haven't yet, give me a follow over on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. Love you guys. We'll see you later. You're telling me there's a chance. Some of honestly, those weren't all that unrealistic. No, no, no. And obviously some of them were like Some of them were tough. Cardinals beating the Seahawks and everything, but Seahawks It's are, not like if any of those things don't happen, the Giants are just kicked out. Exactly. Like, but the number one thing that needs to happen is the Giants just win four out of five. If they win four out of five, all they're they pretty need, much in. They're pretty much in because the Seahawks listen, they're next Eight and nine is getting in the playoffs this year. It is. Eight like, and nine is getting a team into the playoffs this year. And you need the Seahawks to get the 10 losses. Nope says Philly is an issue. Look, we just got to beat them week 18 once they got the number one seed wrapped up versus the backups. If we can't yeah. beat Marcus Mariota, we don't deserve to go to the playoffs. 100%. And if the playoffs are on the line right there, I think that They're game, playing with juice. What's, when's that game? That's in. <laughs> that's week 18. That's okay. That's at home. That's at home. That's a home game. <laughs> this is not real, unrealistic whatsoever. I'm just saying, guys. I don't think that's impossible. I don't think it's impossible either. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if the Giants get two, eight, and nine, they will make the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, if this happens, it's like point blank. It's 35 percent chance. And then you just need like the Seahawks to drop a game or. Pretty much you just need the Seahawks to lose to the Cowboys, Eagles, and Niners. 
Yeah. Root against the Seahawks. Seahawks are the number one. Yes. And the Vikings, too. I hate to say Are it. they in the hunt, too? Oh, uh, yeah. We're just the, we're the sixth Oh, I thought you were right already now. in the playoffs. If, if we win tonight, we have like a 90-something percent chance. Okay. Um, but if we lose tonight, you guys should probably root for the Bears tonight. We, we should root for the Bears tonight? Big-time Bears fans. Let's Hey, let's yeah. put our Bears hats on. Let's go. <laughs> go bear down tonight. What up, Asia? What up, what up? Corinne says she thinks that the starters could still play Week 18. That's true. That's true. They won't have that but there's sense, a chance. They won't have that sense of urgency. Though. They won't. They won't. Nothing's – hey, you know, what, you know what someone once told me, Seeps, over the weekend? Mm. It's only impossible until it isn't. That's a great point. It's <laughs> only impossible until someone does it. We have seen – also, the NFL, wouldn't they love to have a Tommy DeVito seven seed? I'm serious. I'm serious. And also the two seed. The two seed will most likely be – it's either going to be the Niners or the Eagles. But. We battled with the Niners this year. It's tough to <laughs> divisional game if it's a We Eagles. had the ball down one score in the fourth. That is true. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft versus UDFA, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I'm sure that would do awesome. That oh, would do my awesome. God. My man Drips says if the Giants for some reason hire Matt Canada, it's safe to say I most likely will not be watching the Giants play again. I agree, and I probably I wouldn't want to watch the Giants anymore either, but considering it is my job, I will continue to do so. But I give it a, I give the Giants a higher chance to make the playoffs than to hire Matt Canada. Oh, way higher. I don't think Matt Canada is going to be coaching uh, as at the offensive coordinator position in the NFL anymore. Maybe ever again. Maybe ever again. We're going to get to a mailbag coming up in about 15, 20 minutes or so. But we need you to get your questions in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat to get your questions on the show. Hashtag Super Chat. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. What does that mean? Just type a question in the live chat. Include number sign Giants, no spaces. That way producer Patrick Seatman can pop it up on screen. Michael G says, no, if TT gets healthy, do they put him back in? I don't understand how you honestly can at this point. Tommy DeVito has won two games in a row. The fan base would riot. I think they would, too. Maybe you like, let DeVito go out there week 14 versus the Packers. Yeah. And if he struggles, then you go to Tyrod. See, I will say, to win the last four or five, Tyrod gives, like. Tyrod gives you a good chance. Dude, now I'm torn. Tyrod, oh, no. I think, is better than Tommy DeVito. I he don't is. think that's a stretch. He is. I don't think that's a stretch. Bro, and Tyrod looked good when he played. He did. He looked like a very Besides good. the dumbass mistake he made versus in the Bills game, which I still credit a large portion of the mistake to Brian Dable. 100%. Don't give the guy a run-pass option if you just want to throw the football. Um, a lot of these yeah. in the chat today. <laughs> a lot of these in the chat. Dom in the middle. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. If you haven't yet, hit that thumbs-up icon. We got 160 people watching, only 58 likes. Unacceptable. And if we get to $100 in Super Chats today, I'm doing a boot. A Victory Monday boot. We're up to $12 right now. If we get to $100 as a team, by the end of the show, I'm going to do a boot. Because it's Victory! It's Victory Monday. Let's go. Corinne makes a good point. Says, I'd stick with DeVito. The team is rallied around him. Saw Jihad Ward on Twitter yesterday tweeted this. A lot of people 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why you stick around. That's why you start watching this channel. All righty. We just talked about how the Giants get in the playoffs. Let's talk about what the Giants have to do this offseason to make sure they're in the playoffs next year. Let's get into it. With the bye week here for Big Blue, I wanted to zoom out and take kind of a view from the top, a zoomed out view of this football team, and look ahead to the offseason. I'm going to take the seat of Joe Shane, and I am going to map out a perfect, perfect offseason plan for the New York Giants. If the Giants do everything I say in this video, we'll be back in the playoffs next year. Let's talk about what the 2024 offseason is going to look like. The Giants are projected to have roughly $47.6 million in cap space. They can increase that number by cutting or restructuring certain contracts. The top four, top, in my opinion, the top 2024 needs for the Giants. In my opinion, they got to get a new quarterback. I think they need to improve the offensive line. They need to add more playmakers to this offense. They need another edge rusher that's proven that you can put on the other side of Kayvon Thibodeau. That way, anything you get from Aziz Ojolari is just icing on the cake because at this point, he is an injury-prone player. And I put wide receiver on there again because I think the Giants need to add multiple wide receivers. Perfect off-season plan. Number one, I know some people aren't going to like this. I'm going to cut Darius Slayton, and I'm going to cut Mark Lewinsky. We told you that the Giants have $46.5 million in cap space entering the offseason. If you cut Mark Lewinsky and you cut Darius Slayton, and also if you cut Aaron Robinson, the New York Giants would have roughly $60.6 million in cap space. Giants have a whole lot of holes to fill. And they have some good players on this team that are free agents that they might need and might want to bring back. I think Mark Lewinsky is an okay offensive lineman. He's not worth $5.7 million. I think Darius Slayton could be a really good number three. But at the end of the day, with the limited route tree, the questionable hands, do I want to pay him $7 million next year, or could I go find a replacement for $7 million? I would elect to use that money elsewhere. Number two, I'm also going to franchise tax Saquon Barkley. I'm going to franchise tax Saquon Barkley. I know a lot of people are like, Marshall, why does he not get a long-term deal? One, He's approaching 30 years old. Two, he plays the running back position. And in my opinion, I think it's beneficial and in the best interest of the New York football giants to keep Barkley on one-year deals. We've seen he's injury-prone. Missed three more games this year. He's missed games for a torn ACL. He's missed a lot of games because of an ankle. And we've seen how important he's been when he's played. Averaging over 4.2 yards per carry, five total touchdowns, starting to really use him in the passing game. And the Giants have been leaning on him a whole lot. And I think if you're going to bring in a new quarterback, which we might talk about in a second, having a proven running back like Saquon Barkley back there that it demands the attention of every defensive coordinator every time they play the Giants could help that guy move along. I also think there are some key free agents the Giants should re-sign. I've been pretty vocal about the Giants letting a couple players go. Like Xavier McKinney, Adoree Jackson, but right now, maybe I'm being soft. Maybe I'm being a little bit reactionary to the Giants winning two games in a row. Some of the key Giants free agents, I, I think they should be brought back. And I would bring back Xavier McKinney. 
and I'm not going to give him too much money. I would like to bring a Dory Jackson back. I'm not giving him a lot of money. I, I applaud Tyrod Taylor for what he did for the Giants when he subbed in. But if I'm going to have a backup quarterback on my team, I want him to be healthy. I want him to be a guy I can rely on. I think it's safe to say Tyrod Taylor has been injury prone over the last couple of years. I'd bring back Isaiah Simmons. I love what I've seen out of Sean Robinson. I'd bring back Ben Bredesen as a backup. He's not a starter. And then I'd bring back Jihad Ward. Really good chemistry with a lot of guys on this team. He's a leader, and he's a weak Martindale disciple. When it comes to Xavier McKinney and Dory Jackson, if they want too much money, I let them walk. But I would hope for shorter prove-it prove it types of money for both those guys. If I had to say one more guy I wouldn't bring back, probably would be a Dory Jackson, just because I think he could command some decent coin in NFL free agency. I'd also pick up Tommy DeVito's team option. When you're a UDFA, you sign a three-year non-guaranteed deal. Giants should pick it up, and he should be the backup next year. Or maybe even the third-string quarterback, because Daniel Jones is still going to be on this roster. But I think Tommy DeVito has done enough to earn another year of compensation for the New York Giants. All right, this is the big move. Draft a quarterback. You draft a quarterback in the first round. As we currently sit here on the bye week, and the Giants have four wins and eight losses, they own the number six pick in the draft. I don't think you could trade up to one. I don't think you could trade up to two. And you may not have to trade up from six, seven, or eight to get this guy. Draft Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback. The more and more I watch him, the more tape I study, the dude pops off the screen. He is extremely talented. He's extremely athletic. And when I watch him, I get Lamar Jackson vibes. And at the end of the day, you have a coach here that developed a guy that was like that. We'll get to that in a second. But my favorite thing about what Jaden Daniels has done in college is the progression from year to year. You look at the 2022 stats. His completion percentage went from 68.6 to 72.2. The passing yards went up over 1,000. The passing touchdowns almost tripled. And he cut down on INTs. But it's the yards per attempt that I'm a fan of. This isn't a dink and dunk quarterback. This is the quarterback of the number one offense in college football. Pushes the ball downfield. Averaging 11.7 yards per attempt. And did I mention that he is one of the best runners that college football has ever seen at the quarterback position? 885 yards last year, 11 touchdowns. The dude is going to rush for 1,300 yards this year and has 10 total touchdowns. He's extremely athletic. He's extremely talented. And I think he would fit like a glove in a Brian Dable offense. Take the talented quarterback. Take the guy that's ceiling is unprojectable. Because if Jaden Daniels hits, he could be an MVP type of player in this league. And the reason you hired Brian Dable was because of what he did with a raw, talented, uber-athletic quarterback in Josh Allen. Can you do the same with Jaden Daniels? I'm a big fan of Daniels. Starting to fall in love with him more and more as a prospect. And I think if the Giants are going to draft a quarterback, it's going to be between one of these three guys. So I'll ask you, if you had to pick a quarterback for the Giants to draft, which one of these guys would you want to see? Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, Michael Penix. Let me know what you think down below. I've got more steps in this rebuild the Giants must do if they want to get back to being a winning organization. But first, I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Factor. When you go to factormeals.com slash Giants Chat 50, 
and use the promo code GIANTSCHAT50, you're going to get 50% off. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed uh, jam days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. When you're too busy running around to plan lunch or dinner, Factor has you covered. They have lunches to go that are effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are already ready to eat when you are on the go. No microwave is required. Head to factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use code GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. That's code GiantsChat50 at factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. If you have a busy lifestyle like I do and you don't really have the time to cook fresh meals every day, Factor is going to be your best friend. I love it. Great food, efficient, and anytime I need it, it's there for me. That is, that is factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use code GiantsChat50. Step number five in Marshall's perfect offseason plan. Sign a starting interior offensive lineman. I love Andrew Thomas. I love John Michael Schmitz. The Giants need to go out and sign a left guard or a right guard. And for the guys that I think are the best of the best that are going to be free agents. Connor Williams of the Miami Dolphins. I love his versatility. He could play guard, and he can also play center. I also am a big fan of Dalton Reisner. I like Evan Brown, but I'm a huge fan of Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt is a right guard, and he has been great for the Miami Dolphins this year. You look at his career stats from Pro Football Focus. He's never been graded below a 66. And if you know anything about Pro Football Focus, the closer that you get to 70, the better that you are. Look at this year. A 73 overall offensive grade, 70.6 run block, and 73 pass block. He's allowed one sack in 453 blocks this blocking attempts. He's only allowed one QB hit, just two QB hurries, and four quarterback pressures. I think about a guy like Robert Hunt that could slot in at that right guard position and help the development of a young right tackle in Evan Neal could really help boost this offensive line. You have to sign a starter at the guard spot in free agency with the potential $60 million that you have. Another step that I have, make a move for another playmaker. If you're going to draft a quarterback, you need to surround him with more weapons that the New York Giants have right now. We told you they're going to have $60 million in cap space. You're going to franchise tax Saquon Barkley. That's about $12 million. Probably spend another $10 million on Robert Hunt. Still have $30 million in cap space. How about you go and get a guy like T. Higgins? Maybe a veteran like Mike Evans. I'm a big fan of Calvin Ridley. Marquise Brown, not the biggest fan of him, but a really good player. And I also think Michael Pittman could be a guy that could catch the Giants' eye. Maybe you don't want to spend big money on a wide receiver. Maybe you're still hurt by the idea of Kenny Galladay. Giants will have two picks inside the top 65 in the NFL draft this year. Three picks. I said two. They have three picks. Two second rounders, one first rounder. What about a speedster and a playmaker like Malik Neighbors? What about Emeka Egbuka, the wide receiver from Ohio State who was great versus Michigan? Brian Thomas. Maybe you draft Jane Daniels and you go get one of his teammates, Neighbors or Thomas. I'm a huge fan of Neighbors. I also like Troy Franklin out of Oregon. Jalen Polk, I think, is going to be a dominant outside receiver. But A.D. Mitchell out of Texas 
is a superstar in the making. Not sure if he'll last the second round, but that's a guy that anytime he touches the football, he could end up dancing in the end zone. What else do the Giants need to do? You need to draft one offensive lineman with the first three picks that you have. You have two second-round picks thanks to the Leonard Williams trade. You need to walk out with a quarterback. I wish you'd walk out with a playmaker, and then you walk out with a starting offensive lineman. You do those things, and then you close it out in free agency with sign another pass rusher. Get a veteran that can help Kayvon Thibodeau grow, that can play along on the opposite side of him so you don't have to depend too much on Aziz Ojolari. You do that. And also, when I said sign an interior offensive lineman, I also wouldn't mind signing a veteran swing tackle to give Evan Neal some competition because I think there should be one more investment at that right tackle spot. I don't think you can go in the next season with your only investment at right tackle being Evan Neal. So those are the things I would do. Make a couple cuts. Franchise tag Saquon Barkley. Draft Jaden Daniels. Go get a playmaker in free agency or the draft and beef up the offensive line. I'll ask you now to get out your red pen and let's go back to school. Grade Marshall's perfect off-season plan. A, B, C, D, or F. I want to hear from you down in the comment section. As always, I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in to Giants Now by Chat Sports. If you want to talk more football, and you want to talk more about my perfect plan for the Giants this off-season, send me a DM over on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. Giants do that, I think they may go 17-0. I like it. I like it a lot. Can we go, even go after, like, my guy, Daniil Hunter, throw him Daniil Hunter, if you want to go cash out. I, mean, I would like it, to see them spend some type of money on a big free agent. Yeah. What would be the position? Like, if you're talking big, big money, would it be like throwing T. Higgins the bag? <sighs> I wouldn't mind that. Like, go give T. Higgins a bag. Go give Daniil Hunter a bag. I don't know how much Robert Hunt's going to command, but he is really good, guys. And the Giants, consistent. they have to shore up that offensive line. And they'll help John Michael Schmitz, too. Help like John Evan Michael Neal. Schmitz. You get a veteran, then Evan Neal. A lot of people were getting some A's. We're getting some B's. Gilly's upset because I didn't give Saquon a long-term deal. I'd franchise tag him until you couldn't franchise tag him anymore. Yeah. I just I just don't think you can. Unless, see, I, I don't even want to disrespect Saquon, but unless it's like a McCaffrey. We're like, but I don't know, like, just too injury prone for me to make any longer term commitments financial wise than more than one year. What do you think it'll look like in two years? It's a great question. You don't really know. That's why I'm cool with franchise tagging this year, and I'd even franchise tag him next year. You franchise yeah. tag a player twice. Barkley's not playing under the franchise tag, so the Giants could do it two more times. And honestly, if you're Saquon and you get franchise tagged two more times, that means you would have made over the three years eleven this year, twelve next year, probably fourteen the year after. 26, three-year, $37 million deal. That's pretty damn good if you ask me, all yes, guaranteed. All guaranteed. And he would take that. I'm sure he wouldn't love the fact that he doesn't have the long-term security. But at the end of the day, he's a running back. He's approaching 30. I'm not giving him a long-term deal. And if he's smart with his money, that's he'll be set. And if he retires a giant, he's going to have a job talking in front of a camera yep. for the rest of his life. 100%. That absolutely happens. My guy, Kim Johnson, coming in with a $10 super chat. What up, Brody? If Tommy makes the playoffs... Are we still drafting a quarterback? Yeah, right? I mean, <sighs> ah. all right, what if he what if he continues how he's been playing and it's just kind of more of the same story it's been over the last two weeks? And they win and get in the and playoffs? The, and, the, and it's like, oh, wow, he's in the playoffs. 
Like, cause then what do you do? You're picking probably 21, 22. Do you take Jaden Daniels late round Look, one? If you make the playoffs, no, you don't draft a quarterback. If he wins four out of these last five games, which would mean he would have won six out of the last seven. No. I can't believe we're doing this. Um, oh, I, I already said it. Corinne's in the chat. If Tommy DeVito leads the Giants to a playoffs, I'm going to buy the most expensive Tommy DeVito jersey on the market. Oh, let's go. Should we dress up for all of our watch party viewers? Next watch party. If you, did you guys see the little TD chain DeVito was wearing? What if we What if we make Marsh dress up like Tommy DeVito? Do you have a Giants jersey that's got a one or a five on it? I have the Kayvon Thibodeau jersey with a five. I think if I dressed up as Tevito, DeVito, I would just wear the black tank top. That's yeah. what he always wears. Black tank top, gold chain. I don't like it. How about this? We'll put a deal out there. If someone sends in a $100 super chat, I will dress up as Tommy DeVito for the game against the Packers. I've called him out. I said he's the worst quarterback in the National Football League. Oh, yes. I said I don't give a fuck about Don Bosco prep. So I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm trying to enjoy the Tommy DeVito hype train. If someone sends in a $100 super chat today, I will wear a black tank top and a gold chain like Tommy DeVito does on Monday night's watch party against the Patriots. Uh, Packers. 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 We'll see. We'll leave that up to y'all. We'll leave that up to y'all. Somebody help me out. How funny is that going to be? I would love I'm it. just up here with say, the freaking. You would have to do like a before and after of like clip it from your rant and then to the celebration after beating the Packers. Like, oh, it'd be hilarious. Yes, Marsh gets this tattooed on him if DeVito wins the Super Bowl. The gel in the hair, well, I'm getting the haircut on Thursday. Oh, yes. So my hair, my hair probably won't be long enough to. To do that by the following Monday. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can't even like do if I do anything with my hair, it just stands there. It stays there. Gilly says make sure you get plenty of hair gel. He what does he do? Just slick it back? You no, I mean if you raise it up here, he's kind of got it like pinned. Let me see. You could definitely pull it off. I'm gonna look really stupid wearing that if we get blown out Monday night. <laughs> He throws like four picks. It's like a disaster. Hey, $100 super chat. I'll dress up as Tommy DeVito for the next game. How about that? The black, is it a black tank or a black muscle shirt? He's always wearing a black tank in the gold chain. I think I'd have to go tank though. Yeah. That's the deal of the day. It's the deal of the day. All righty. We're going to close the show with two mailbags. If you haven't yet, get your questions in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat to get your question on the show. It look I'd look like this. That's oh, what you I, could get your hair like that. I would show up in the black uh, tank top <laughs> and the gold TV chain. Somebody, please. $100 Super Chat will do it. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. All right. Get your questions in. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. Corinne says postpone the haircut. I already set the appointment. That's a cancellation fee. 
it'll be grown back a little bit by then. Thursday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's 11 days. It'll, uh, yeah, 11. Uh, <laughs> Corinne, you're the best. Healy says, cancel it. I can't. I'm going home to Houston this weekend. I got to impress some of the honeys out there. All righty, let's get into this mailbag. Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. Let's go. Yo, what up, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports with the Giants on a bye week. I just want to take the opportunity to answer some questions from some subscribers. So we got a mailbag on today's video about the latest Giants news and rumors. And my guy Cam Johnson is going to get it kicked off with a $10 super chat. Says, if Tommy DeVito makes the playoffs, are we still drafting a quarterback? Look, I'm going to be honest with you. If Tommy DeVito... The way for the Giants to make the playoffs is they have to win four of the next five games. If Tommy DeVito essentially wins six out of the last seven games and makes the playoffs, you might have your guy. I, I, I know that's a lot. I know it's, a, it's, it's rich coming from me. Um, I don't think you could draft a quarterback in the first round if Tommy DeVito would get you to the playoffs. How could you? How could you? I almost think if you do and he gets you to the playoffs, you got a lot of cap space to go roll around and improve the team around him. Signed a three-year deal to get into the league. So, uh, no, you do not draft a quarterback if Tommy DeVito gets you to the playoffs. Crazy to think about that for a second. I'll ask you this question. What chance do you give the Giants to make the playoffs? According to the New York Times playoff odd predictor, if the Giants win four out of the last five games and their only loss is week 16 to the Eagles, the Giants have a 35% chance to make the playoffs. They're saying there's a chance. Let me know what you think down below. Saquon Barkley is him. Says, can we give Saquon a long-term contract? Yes, you can give Saquon Barkley a long-term deal. But in my opinion, I think it's best for the Giants to give him another franchise tag. Franchise tag him again. That is what I would do if I'm the general manager. Because let's be honest, Saquon Barkley is still a damn good football player. Numbers a little bit down this year, only one rushing touchdown. But he's got four receiving touchdowns, and he's still been an effective player. 4.2 yards per carry. Would like to see that be a little bit higher. But let's face the facts. He's a running back. He's approaching the age of 30, and he missed more games this year due to injury. I honestly think it would be irresponsible for the Giants to give him a long-term guaranteed type of deal. Just give him three. Just give him a franchise tag. If he plays good on that, you could franchise tag him again. And then he's 30 years old, and then you can make a decision on him. I don't feel confident in giving him a long-term deal with guaranteed money for the simple fact that he plays a position that has a 99.9% .9 injury rate, and he's been pretty injury-prone throughout his career. Saquon Barkley is him. Coming back says, can we trade Daniel Jones to the Falcons? So we've actually talked about this on the channel before. If you just type in Giants Now, Daniel Jones, Falcons, it'll come up. I'll actually link that video in the chat if I remember to do so. Um, I think it was pro football talk. Mike Florio, I could be wrong. Not 100% on that. Uh, actually, it was the guy that covers the Broncos. What's his name? Uh, blanking on his name. No. Um, someone in earlier in the season uh, said that maybe 
the Giants could look to trade the uh, Daniel Jones to the Atlanta Falcons. I'm blanking on the report. Who has said it? I'll try. I'll try to think of that. But he talked about the idea, and I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world. The Atlanta Falcons need a quarterback, right? Um, and their court, their coach, Arthur Smith, um, coached Ryan Tannehill. And I'd say Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones are almost the same football player. And he was able to get the most out of him. So while I don't think that it's the most likely thing in the world, I don't think that it's um, impossible. I don't think it's impossible. Um, so maybe, but um, I'm going to say no for now. It was Benjamin Albright. I was looking up the tweet. Benjamin Albright said on October 2nd, the Giants are going to wind up with a top five draft pick and probably Drake May. This was back on October 2nd. If I were Atlanta, I might sniff around Daniel Jones. Arthur Smith has a history of rehabilitating a QB with some athleticism. So it's been talked about. Not sure if it is going to happen. I do want to give a huge shout-out, though, to our proud sponsor of today's show, and that is Factor. When you go to factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use the promo code GiantsChat50, you're going to get 50% off. That link will be clickable down in the comments and description. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. When you're too busy running around for to plan lunch, dinner, Factor's got you covered. What I love about Factor is their lunches to go. They're effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave required. Head to factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use code GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. That's code GiantsChat50 at factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. All that information will be, de- will be down in the comments and description of today's video. My guy Brandon Reyes coming up next says, do you think we will fire Kafka because he is not it? Look, uh, I think there's absolutely a chance, Brandon, that Mike Kafka could be on the hot seat. Um, let's call a spade a spade. The Giants' offense has been terrible. And last year, when they won 10 games, they could only muster up 15 passing touchdowns. Um, they're just about last in every single t- statistic. And there's a lot of reasons for that, right, Brandon? It's not just Mike Kafka. Has he made some bad calls? Has he been perfect? No. But he's ran through three quarterbacks this year and 21 different offensive line combinations. I don't love Mike Kafka. I understand he's a smart coach, and I appreciate the NFL experience. But I do think the Giants will look at least to replace him. Uh, Ken Dorsey is a name that comes to mind. He was the guy that Brian Dable wanted to hire as the Giants' offensive coordinator, but he elected to stay in Buffalo and take an upgraded position from quarterback coach to play caller. So maybe they looked that way as he was fired from Buffalo, but definitely I do think, uh, Brandon, that the seat is a little bit hot for Mike Kafka. Patrick Clark, how good do you think DeVito would do if he was put in a similar position as Brock Purdy? Better offense with a lot of weapons. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that could, could, could succeed in San Francisco's offense. But I also think that Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. I think that he has just enough playmaking ability to exceed in that offense. I think he has pretty good arm talent. And it's not easy as a quarterback. Let me rephrase that. 
Playing around a lot of talent is not always the easiest thing. Why? Because expectations are high, and your, court, your wide receiver one wants the ball. Your wide receiver two wants the ball. And there's enough pressure on you just to get it right. Um, do I think Tommy DeVito would be similar as Brock Purdy? No, I think Brock Purdy is better than Tommy DeVito. But I do think he look better than he does right now. I think DeVito's pretty decent. Um, I don't think he's a starting quarterback on a team that's number two in the NFC, though. Just my opinion. Moonfits. Is Daniel Jones still a franchise quarterback? No. I mean, right? I can't be the only one that thinks that anymore, right? Through 15 touchdowns last year, and Tommy DeVito's thrown seven in four games, 3.2 games. I, I know, he's not. The only reason he is is because he's being paid franchise quarterback money. I hope the Giants learned their lesson. And you know what? I learned a lesson too because I thought the contract was decent and warranted. You don't pay someone a whole lot of money if nobody else is going to give that guy a whole lot of money. It's sad. Was he handed a shit, shit pair of cards? Yeah, bad O-line. Bad playmakers. But you know what? When you're paid $40 million, your job is to cover up some of those blemishes. And you should never have the conversation of, <clears throat> is the $40 million quarterback better than the undrafted free agent quarterback? Because the offense hasn't looked that much different. Pokey Moore, my man, says, thanks for always getting to my questions. Not sold on Penix. If Neil is our right tackle, Penix won't make it out of the first week. We do get Penix. What's the best right tackle we can trust him with? It's a great question because when you have a left-handed quarterback, obviously the left tackle, the blindside protector goes to the right tackle position. I don't think you would not move Andrew Thomas to right tackle. Um... Maybe that places a more more importance, Pokey Moore, um, on drafting a right tackle. All I want the Giants to do this offseason with Evan Neal is give him some competition. He cannot be the only investment on this football team that plays right tackle. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the best right tackle is. I know Jonah Williams. Uh, this is the name, right, from the Bengals? Jo Jonah Williams, Jermaine Illuminor. Right, there's some right tackles that are going to be there in free agency. Um, you need to sign someone either way at right tackle, in my opinion. A veteran swing tackle that can push Evan Neal a little bit. I don't think he should just be gift-wrapped the job heading into year three. He hasn't earned it. As always, I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you. And if I missed your question, I apologize. I'll answer it over on Twitter, though. Send me a DM with your question to at Marshall Green underscore. What did Rolly want? Oh, we're getting a cobble order. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, uh. Got you, Pokemore. It's a good question. Pokemore, my man. Bill! What up, Bill? Ooh. I thought people would be over the, uh, be more intrigued by the Tommy DeVito offer out there. Yeah, I, I, I did too. What if we do... 100 total. Or is that... See, but this is like a big thing. This is a big wanna, deal. Yeah, I don't want to like... It's a big deal. You didn't throw me on the spot, brother. I only thing I don't love about the mailbags is I don't feel like I can give as detailed as an answer as I would like to sometimes just because you guys ask such, such good questions that like yeah. I need to prepare sometimes for them. Um, 
And that's one I don't know the answer to. Look, I don't know the answer to everything. Because it's a damn good question. Like, the right tackle position, yeah. if you draft Michael Penix, a lefty quarterback, a lot more important ha- importance goes to that spot. Maybe they do move Andrew Thomas to right tackle. I don't think that happens. Um, it's a good question, man. I-, I wish I had a better answer for you. Wish I had a better answer for you. Mike G, my man, MG, best initials in the game. What up, Brody? Says, victory, DeVito Monday. Would you take Jane Daniels or Bo Nix? Got to choose between them. Jane Daniels. Are you a Bo Nix guy? I, I mean, I would take Jaden Daniels, but... I don't hate Bo Nix. He's grown on me. Dude, I mean, you don't, you don't put a up a A lot of smart decisions. Yes, and plus Oregon, they don't really have, like... They got good talent on the outside, but, like, it's not like what Michael Penix is throwing to. It's not like even what Jaden Daniels is throwing to. Uh, <laughs> but I think with Dable... <laughs> Give him the athlete with upside instead of like the more polished quarterback. I would I would almost want a guy that's more raw and let Dable kind of sandpaper him. I want the higher ceiling, lower floor guy with Dable. Yes. Instead yes. of the higher floor, lower ceiling. Lower ceiling. Because I think Dable has proven he can grab a quarterback that a lot of people think isn't pro ready, and in two years have him competing at an MVP level. Yeah. We got two MGs in the chat. Michael. Yeah, those are the two that. Because I wish I, I wish I was smarter and could pronounce your guys' last names. We got Michael Guglimo. That can't be right. That can't be right. Guglimo. Guglimo. Mike Guglimo. Guglimo. Guglielmo. I have no idea. Guglielmo. Guglielmo. I wish there was a, a, a voice-to-text thing y'all could send me Yes. so I could know. And then we got Michael Guerrero. 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 I like that one. I like that That's one. That's an easy one. Guglimo. Guglielmo. Gilly, everyone that I, I – people always show me that stuff when I'm supposed to pronounce names. That oh, shit doesn't help me. No, me either. I'm the same way. That doesn't help me. Googly Elmo. Like Elmo Elmo? Googly Elmo Elmo. Googly Elmo. Googly Elmo. That might Googly be it. Googly Elmo. Googly Elmo. Garrero. Gar. Garrero. 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 And, and Googly Elmo. <laughs> I think I'm getting closer. Am I getting hotter or colder? Hotter or colder? Colder. I mean, I freaking thought Karen Terrier's mom's name was freaking Corinne. I'm not that damn smart. For about 13 months. Yeah. However long it was. And I refuse to call her Karen now. It's Corinne. It's Corinne. It will always be. Corinne. It will always be Corinne. Unless she asked me to stop. Um, all right. We got one more mailbag to close out today's show. And then we're going to bounce on out of here. If you haven't yet, get your questions in. Hashtag Giants. Or Super Chat. Let's go. Get your questions in. Come on. Do you guys even want to do the mailbag? Hashtag Giants or Super Chat. Let's get it on. What's going on, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am Marshall Green. No game day this weekend. 
just wanted to do a mailbag and chop it up with you guys on the latest Giants news and rumors. Appreciate you tuning in. I missed your question. It's your own dang fault. It means you're not subscribed. So hit that big red sub button and help us get to 40,000 subs. We are almost there. My guy Ryan with a $5 super chat. What's up, bro? Thanks for the love, my man. It says, Neighbors or Coleman, first round. Jaden Daniels or Bo Nixon, the second. And Lineman, and who's the top five free agent edge rushers? Loaded question, and I absolutely love it, my man. So I actually have a list of the top edge rushers right now in free agency. Let me pull that up real quick for you, my man. Daniil Hunter of the Minnesota Vikings, I think, is up there. I think Brian Burns is up there, obviously. I think Josh Allen from the Jacksonville Jaguars is up there. I think Chase Young is there. Uh, Zadarius Smith could be up there from the Cleveland Browns. Those are probably the top five guys that I'm looking at at the edge rusher position. I had to sign one of them, Daniil Hunter or Josh Allen. I think you could get Josh Allen a little slighter of a cost, maybe more sneaky production. Neighbors or Coleman? Pick your flavor of ice cream, right? Are you a chocolate? Are you a vanilla? Are you a strawberry? If you're a mint chocolate chip guy, go check yourself in somewhere. You're probably on a list. Neighbors is the guy that's just elite. A little bit smaller. Kind of reminds me a little bit of, say, Flowers. A little bit bigger, I would say. While Coleman gives me outside receiver vibes. He's the guy that's going to line up on the outside of the numbers and be your go-to target. You got your strong, uh, strong, big outside receiver in Coleman. Your shorter shiftier, and elusive player in Neighbors. Thing is, though, I don't think, and I could be wrong, we're by what, we're seven months away from the draft? Maybe five months away at this point? I think Jane Daniels and Bo Nix could both be first-round picks. Um, I think Neighbors could be closer to a second-round pick, but he is flying up draft boards, and we know how receivers going to send in draft orders. Um, look, if you came out of the draft with Neighbors, Daniels, and a top-five edge rusher in free agency... I'd be pretty freaking happy. Sign me up for that. How about you pick a quarterback? Pick a QB. You can only have one of these guys be the starter for the Giants next year. Who would it be? Daniels, Knicks, Penix. Sound off for me. Michael Guerrero. What up, brother? Says with Darren Waller out still and Bellinger not really being used, what to do with the tight end position? I'd run it back with the two guys we have. I know Darren Waller is still out. Um... I still believe in Daniel Bellinger. I think he's a solid tight end. Look, nobody stats on offense outside of Jalen Hyatt's last week looked really all that good. And to be honest with you, nobody stats at a skill position on offense look good at all. You don't have many points. You don't have many touchdowns. Everyone's stats are down. But I would say that Darren Waller and Daniel Bellinger as a combo, 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 um, are is probably a top five duo at the tight end position. Um, I'm fine with our tight ends, Mike. Uh, I don't think you need to add there. But hey, let's say this. You pick 7th and 8th in the draft, and Brock Bowers is staring you in the face. He's more than just a tight end. He's a playmaker. Nope. Says, how would you grade the 2023 Giants draft class so far? Let's play a game. Deontay Banks. I'm going to say that's a B-plus pick so far. I've been extremely encouraged by how the way he's played. He's flashed, and he shows signs that he could be a number one corner in this league. I'll give him a B-plus. John Michael Schmitz, I'll give it a B. I don't think he's lived up to the hype of being another Creed Humphrey in this league, but he's going to be your next starting center for the next 10 years. Jalen Hyatt, I give that a B plus, and he probably has had the least production of those two guys. 
But what I saw him do against the Patriots, putting up 100 yards, how many times I see him open downfield, I think he is Deshaun Jackson 2.0, and I think he's going to be a great player for this team for a long time. Eric Gray, probably give it a D. Um, look, it's a fifth-round pick. Not many of those guys are immediate production players, but he hasn't really done anything. Trey Hawkins, also a D, round six. A lot of hype for him. Has not lived up to the bill. Jordan Riley, I'm giving an A. You get a player like Jordan Riley in the seventh round, he's going to be a player for this team for a while. And Javarius Owens is uh, incomplete. Has not played much this year, if at all. So I'm going to go B-plus for Banks, B for John Michael Schmitz. I'm going A for Jalen Hyatt. F it. D for Gray, D for Riley, A for uh, D for Hawkins, A for Riley, and then incomplete for Javarius Owens. So overall, I think it's a B-plus draft. B-plus draft. And if you got a starter in, in Riley in the seventh round, pretty damn good pick right there. We'll get to more questions coming up in a second, but first I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Factor. When you go to factormeals.com slash giantschat50, you're going to get 50% off, literally 50% off. So get hooked up with them, factormeals.com slash giantschat50, promo code giantschat50. When you're too busy running around to plan lunch, Factor has you covered with lunch to go. Effortless. Wholesome meals like green bowls and salad toppers that are ready to go when you're on the go. No microwave required. This holiday season, we're all going to be busy. And you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time. You'll feel healthier. You'll eat good and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holidays to holiday to-dos. Head to factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 and use code GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. That's code GiantsChat50 at factormeals.com slash GiantsChat50 to get 50% off. That link will be clickable down in the comments and description of today's show. Pokemore, what up, brother? Do you think the new move is to draft a quarterback that has a wide receiver that went to the same school, such as Burrow and Chase, Hurts and Smith? I think we get Jaden Daniels and Neighbors. I think that's his number one target. I'm not against this at all. Look, if the Giants walk out of the first two rounds with Jaden Daniels and, and uh, Neighbors, that's really good because I think Neighbors is going to be an elite playmaker in this league, and I'm starting to fall in love with the prospect Jaden Daniels. And I love the idea of getting a rookie quarterback, a guy that he knows, a guy that he can lean on, a guy that he's practiced with, a guy that he's thrown thousands of thousands of bolts to. How many times have we seen a quarterback go to a bad situation? And if you're picking at the top of the draft, it's probably going to be a bad situation. But the way, any way you can make it easier, any way you can pad the landing of that guy, whether that's drafting a receiver that he knows and loves, whether that's getting an offensive coordinator that's worked for him before, Jaden Daniels and Neighbors, I'm all in on that in the first two rounds. Gilly, if the, def if the defense didn't take so many snaps, do you think they would be ranked over 15? Tibbs, Micah, Okereke, X, and Dex. I think it just comes back to the two cow, uh, mainly the second Cowboy game. You gave up almost 700 yards and you gave up 49 points that game. Um... I think the defense for the Giants is better than the Giants' offense, but there's still some holes on this defense. But Tibbs, Micah, Okereke, X, Dex, Deontay Banks, that's six pretty good players right there. 
That's enough to build a defense around because you need another edge rusher. Hopefully Aziz Ojolari is healthy next year. I'm not banking on that. Just like I'm not banking on Evan Neal taking a step. You need to have more investment than just Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau at the edge. And you need more investment at the right tackle position besides Neal. I think the Giants defense is fine. I would not fire Wink Martindale. I like the way they've played over the past couple of games, Gilly. There's some talent there, that's for sure. Giants edits. Can Hyatt be a wide receiver three in the NFL? Yes, absolutely. I think Jalen Hyatt could be a wide receiver too. If you got a big, strong possession wide receiver at your wide... Who's to say your wide receiver can't be core, can't be T. Higgins, Jalen Hyatt, Wandale Robinson, Darren Waller, and Daniel Ballinger? That's pretty damn good to me. T. Higgins is your guy that can take the top off the defense as well as running the intermediate routes and be your go-to target in one-on-one possessions. If you don't have the top off on the defense, Jalen Hyatt's going to take it off. Really, really enjoyed watching Jalen Hyatt against the New England Patriots. Five catches, over 100 yards. I don't know if he's ever a wide receiver one because I don't know if he's ever a 100-plus yard catch guy. But he's a damn good wide receiver too. And he's a guy that could change the game with just one catch. We've seen that. Go back to Arizona. Scott. How would you grade the 2022 draft class? I like this game. Let's go to the 2022 draft class right here. All righty. Kayvon Thibodeau. That's an A. That's an A. 11 sacks this year. Evan Neal. That's an F. That's an F for me. You pick a guy top seven, and he's been a bust. Wandale Robinson, I'll give it a C. He's flashed. But he's had some injury concerns. And when you take a receiver in the second round, I need more production than what he's given, to be fair. Joshua Zudu, injuries, I'll give it a D. Cordell Flott, I give it a C plus. I see some potential there, and I like some of the plays he made. Daniel Bellinger, I'll give it a C plus. Dane Belton, I'll give it a C minus. Got to see more, but he's had some splash plays. Micah McFadden, I give that an A. You got a starting inside linebacker in the fifth round. DJ Davidson, sixth round pick. Uh, excuse me, fifth round pick. I'll give that a B. Uh, he's, he's showed a little bit. Marcus McKeithen, fifth-round pick. He's not good. I'll give him a D. And Darian Beaver's on the practice squad. I'll give that a D. So you get an A from Thibodeau, a C from Robinson, a C-plus from Flott, C-plus from Bellinger, an A from Belton. Excuse me, an A from McFadden. I'll give that class a B. I'll give that class a B. Because you got a starter in Thibodeau, potential starter in Robinson, potential starter in Flott. Bellinger can start. McFadden's a starter and rotational player in D.J. Davidson. I'll give it a B overall. I'd say two decent draft classes for the Giants to start under the Joe Shane era. Garcia Arts, can you guys put super chats towards the higher cough on his head coach? And I love these questions. Uh, the Giants did Tom Coughlin so dirty, and I will never forgive them for the way that they treated a guy that won them two Super Bowls. Um, yeah. You start to go fund me. You let me know. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. As always, just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, give me a follow over on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. Enjoy your, off, uh, enjoy your Sunday off, and then let's go beat the Packers on Monday Night Football and get back in the playoffs.